Hey, hey, are you full of it, Gerald? Are you full of it? Full of, I don't get what you're- Oh, we're talking about shelves that are full of it. Physical media, let's get digitally distracted. Welcome back to Digitally Distracted. I am Game Dave. I'm Gerald. And today we are talking about physical media versus digital media. This is a big argument, especially in the gaming community, having physical games or just downloading things digitally. But it spreads to other forms of media, not just games. We're talking movies, music. We're really seeing it with music lately, but right. we'll get into that. Right. We'll get into that. So I know we have similar mindsets about this, but there are going to be some things we differ on, okay? Mm -hmm. So to start off, just to get us warmed up, I want to talk about something that really has to do with physical media, and that is collections. Mm. Obviously, I have a couple collection problems. <laughs> so physical media is fairly important to me, especially with gaming and some, some other things that we'll get into. So VHS, let's start with VHS. Yes. Okay, VHS, I remember not really collecting, but I loved having my favorite movies sure. on VHS. And I, I think my favorite, obviously, Ghostbusters. Oh, I had yeah. to have that on VHS. Ghostbusters, mm -hmm. Ghostbusters 2. And I remember for the longest time we didn't have the Back to the Future trilogy. Mm. Because we grew up in a time, nowadays you go to Goodwill, yeah. and you get VHS tapes for a dollar at most. Yeah, I was going to say, that seems expensive. Yeah, I recently went to a Goodwill, and I haven't bought VHS tapes. That's one thing I never got into collecting. Mm -hmm. Like I, got, I don't have any of my original VHS tapes. Mm -hmm. The only VHS tapes I do have are things that didn't come out on DVD. And there are okay. some. There That's are reasonable. Some. But that is one of the big arguments when it comes to physical in comparison to digital media because there are VHS tapes, movies, that weren't released on DVD or digitally. Right. Like, I have a lot of martial arts DVD or DVDs, VHS tapes that uh -huh. have not been released on DVD. So other than that, though, I'm not keeping... I don't have my original Ghostbusters tapes right. or anything. And with Back to the Future... I remember for the longest time, we grew up in a time when VHS was expensive. Yeah. That's kind of what I was getting to. It was expensive <clears throat> to buy a VHS tape. Yeah. Some would be like 30 bucks. I was just going to say, I remember I remember tapes being like 24, 25 bucks. Yeah. You know? I don't even really recall DVDs having the same expense. Maybe at first? Yeah, I think they were at first. Because my family, which I think we've talked about, uh, had a video rental store when I was growing up. You know, I don't I don't think I realized that. Wow, you're about to learn about that. That's really interesting. Yeah, we owned a video rental store, VHS, in Hartley. If you remember Hartley, Hartley, Delaware. And it was just Hartley Video. Mm -hmm. And we had a very, you know, small set of clientele, sure. but very dedicated. Same people would come in every Listen, week and rent. You know, back in the day, that was the place where you went for entertainment. Every every weekend. Yeah. You Even know? if it wasn't Blockbuster, it was oh, one of the man. third party, the, yeah, yeah, the yeah. movie scene mm -hmm. or, or movie king. Yeah, movie king. Movie King was a big one around here. Yeah. Yeah. And Hartley Video was it was pretty it, we did well. We bought it from the previous owners and we had also video game rentals as mm -hmm. well in the back. Mm -hmm. And that's where a lot of my love for certain videos or movies came from, was just 
grabbing VHS tapes off the shelf. I wasn't allowed to, to borrow the new releases because those made the money. Right, right, right. So I would go to like the cheap comedy sections and we had a, like a crazy horror section. There's a lot of horror movies from VHS era that have not made mm. it onto DVD, at least not in their original form. Mm-hmm. Um, same with Jackie Chan movies. There's a lot of Jackie Chan movies that have different cuts depending mm. on what version you get. Like the DVD versions might have a different cut for the fight scene. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they're worse. Um, so that that's kind of interesting. But I never owned the first three Back to the Future movies for the longest time because of the expense. Right. Because I was going to have to buy them. And I remember my grandmother knew I liked Back to the Future so much for, this is sad, for Christmas... She got me the first Back to the Future. But she did not buy Back <laughs> to the Future on VHS. She got a friend of hers that she knew to tape it oh. from, from someone else's copy of Back to the oh, Future. Grandma. And then I guess she must have bought it and then gave it to me. I'm like, ah. And it was all it was all warped and terrible. It was, <sighs> yeah. It was like it must have been some tape that had been recorded right. over multiple times. Right. Like, oh, yeah. I'm going to get this old bag and right, sell it to right. her. Hi. Oh my gosh. So they like recorded it off of like HBO or something. I think they did it from a, an actual okay. copy of the movie. Okay. But the tape he used was probably something that had been taped over on extended play so many times. Gotcha. That it just it was warped and really weird looking. Wow. Yeah. Pretty sad. Yeah. Or, you know what? Now that I think about it, I never thought about this. It could be, because it was really weird, it could be that built in like VHS copy protection. I wonder oh. if that's why it came out so distorted. I wonder. Maybe. Let me know in the comments if that's a possibility. It may be because it had like weird colorations and stuff. It wasn't. It didn't just look old. Mm-hmm. But I always thought that's what it was as a kid. I mean, I didn't. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah. So VHS, pretty big deal, and I mean, those took up some space. Yeah. So when it comes to collecting VHS tapes, that's pretty major. I never got into that. DVDs, I jumped on board. I was really getting into replacing my VHS tapes mm-hmm. with DVD copies. Mm-hmm. Blu-ray I never got into. Did you buy any DVDs or? Um, I did. I just I had a small collection. Um, more so than VHS. Yeah, yeah. I, I, man, I only had maybe like a half dozen VHS tapes because that was trying to think. Um, yeah, VHS was really on the way out when I started getting any kind of collection of of VHS tapes. So it was going to DVD, but then. You know, movies were, were never anything that I, I really cherished a ton. So I would just get my favorites. Mm-hmm. Um, so I had my, you know, I guess I had my collection of my favorite movies. But um, it's not something that I sought after or uh, displayed, anything like that. Um, and then eventually, I don't know, this might be like heresy. But I got rid of the the cases yeah, of the movies, and I just kept the discs. The card. Oh, oh, okay. We're talking about. That's right. We're talking about DVDs. So you yeah. you were one of those. Yeah. That is heresy. Yeah. Please yeah. attack him <laughs> in the comments. This is the first permission you'll get. Attack him in the comments yeah. because that's horrible. You were that guy. Yeah. Be- who took the had the big CD case? No, no, no. It wasn't it's, a big it's one. It's even worse. I just put him in a shoebox. Oh, like so you would take a shoe and just stack them, and yeah. like you you were the thumbing through your discs. Yeah, oh. because because those oh, dude that hurt. That I'm makes almost me, I'm almost a little ashamed. Dude, now. it makes me so mad <laughs> just thinking about those poor discs sitting in a 
stupid. Yeah. You didn't even put him in like the. No. I hate. I hate just seeing him at sleeves, especially when you go to a flea market and uh-huh. the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I sell games. I got more games in the back," and he brings out just a big right. 500 disc binder of games. Like, yeah. I don't want your trash, <laughs> loose games. Right. You're going to get something physical, put it in a, oh, it's, oh, it saves space. People do do that with their music. Right. But I'm, see, I'm crazy. Yeah. That bothers me when people do it with their music. Yeah. Now, I understand if you have like a temporary solution. So mm-hmm. in your car, everybody, back when CD players mattered in your car yep. and tape players, but CD players mostly, they would have the visor yep. thing. And in the visors, they put their favorite discs in. But at home, I like to imagine that their jewel cases were at home. Uh-huh. So that's your that's yours disgusting. Yeah. You are gross. Uh- <laughs> you are gross. So uh- how long you just that's just what you did? Well, you know, they were taking up room and they were gathering dust and stuff like that. Um, so I said this is ridiculous. So I uh yeah, I took them all out and yeah, that was ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> Dang. Yeah, that's pretty. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I am just bl- I am blown away because like I feel like nowadays you don't have that mindset. You would would you ever do that with your PS4 games? Uh, yeah, there shouldn't be no hesitation. Right. Right. I I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think so. Now, would I do it with my poor PS4 games when the PS5 comes out? What? Oh my! You're sick. This yeah. is gonna be a rough. This is gonna be a rough episode. <laughs> yeah. To get through because yeah. we're gonna have some differing. We well, you you called it from the very beginning. You said we'd have some differences. Yeah, I didn't and... know it was gonna be like that. I thought because <laughs> like you're okay with having digital cell phone games, right? You know, I thought that was gonna be oh, okay. I didn't know it was gonna be like <laughs> next episode is gonna be like this is Game Dave alone. Yeah, hey guys, welcome back <laughs> to another solo episode. <laughs> Gerald's very busy, very busy today. That's crazy. So you. Not even in the sleeves, in a freaking dirty old <laughs> shoebox. Shoebox. Which what brand shoes do you think they were? Uh, it, mm. Oh, I think it's some like Skecher brand. Skecher brand. Yeah. Payless. Yeah. Payless yeah. Box. yeah. Payless shoes something. Box. Something like that. It's... <laughs> That's funny. So just thumbing through your DVDs. Yeah. And I feel like DVDs are very susceptible to like scratching and skipping when you're playing the back. And you just had them in a box. Now, I will say this. I, I do take, this is going to seem counterintuitive, but I, I do take really good care of my discs. Like, I don't think I've ever had a scratch on any of them. Even even, even the shoebox? Yeah. Yeah. That's so weird to me how they must have not gotten a lot of playtime. So they probably spent a lot of time in that box. That's true. That's a true statement. Because you're, so you're sort of the guy, if you go to the movie theater and watch a movie. Mm-hmm. You're okay with that experience. You're not like, oh, when that comes out, I, I want to get it. Or do you? Is are you a, like a, a multiple watches I, I'm, of movies? Here's the thing. I've got, I've got my like half dozen movies that I watch all the time, mm-hmm. and that sometimes I'll put on in the background, and when I'm doing something else, and it's great because mm-hmm. I can listen to the audio track, and I imagine the movie. Because you've seen it so many right. times. That's not too crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I um, like that. I like that. Much like people want to listen to this show <laughs> in audio podcast. Right. That's funny. I used to do that when I went to school down south, and it was a 12, 13-hour drive. Right. I got a DVD player put into my dash. Uh-huh. It had, like, the so cheesy and lame now, but it was like... Zzz, zzz, yeah, yeah, I remember those. And... uh 
I remember one one trip I would watch. I watched all three Back to the Futures. Watched. I listened to. Right. It's one of those things where they had to, because those back in the day, I don't know how they are now, but when you got one installed at a place, they would have to wire it because usually they are set to terminate based on your uh, handbrake. Mm -hmm. So if your brake isn't up, they it, the screen won't turn on. Oh wow! For safety, because like yeah, oh well, yeah. you shouldn't be watching movies while you're driving. Right. So what's a why did do you think I got a DVD player in my car, <laughs> so I can like go park somewhere with a, and go on a date? Hey hey baby, <laughs> we're not going to the movies tonight. We're going to Dave's driving. <laughs> Boop. Pull oh pull that parking brake. <laughs> now we can watch. Right. It. I, we, I watched all three movies and that was like half of my trip. Uh huh. That, that was fun, because, you know, Back to the Future goes, the favorites, you can listen oh and be gosh. like, you know, you're speaking along with the lines. Yeah, and, and you're just envisioning it. It's it's perfect. But it still doesn't um, fix the fact that you had a box full of loose discs, which is disgusting. <laughs> Blu-ray, I will say, that, that was where I was irritated. Mm. When Blu-ray got announced, I had this, I have a pretty big DVD collection still. I went through a crazy spell. Um, when Amazon started started doing the trade-ins. Yes. And I was like, wow, you can get some pretty decent cash for DVD trade-ins. Mm -hmm. I was like, I have all these movies. A lot of these I'm not going to watch anymore. Like, I I like martial arts films. I kept all my Jackie Chan DVDs and you know, the classics and everything. But I got rid of a lot of my weird... Like, I had a lot of uh, Takashi Miike DVDs. You know Takashi Miike? I have no idea who you're talking he about. He did some pretty intense, bizarre... Uh, films, Asian films, they're pretty, they're tough watches. And I was like, yeah. you know what? I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna watch these again. These are like one once through. Uh -huh. These aren't ones that are like, oh, let me throw that in and watch. Oh, that's, that's where the guy gets, gets his throat slit all the way through and, and it's very graphic and like really gory stuff. Wow. I know, because I'm totally not into that. But mm -hmm. something about the way he made his films was unique. Mm -hmm. And I just, I don't know, I got into that. Hmm. I went through a whole like, Asian film thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was weird. But Jackie, Donnie Yen, Jackie DVDs, I'm into that. Yeah. Yeah. So DVDs, pretty great. When Blu-ray came around, I was like, I don't want to do this again. And I feel like Blu-ray felt more expensive. Here's the thing. I agree with you completely. I feel like a lot of people felt that way, where they initially were compelled to update their DVD collections with the Blu-ray yeah. media. And then they just, like, at some point before they completed that transition, they just said to themselves, this is ridiculous. This is yeah. foolish. Why am I doing this? Yeah. Now, because from VHS to DVD, I was like, oh, yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. DVD to Blu-ray never clicked as... I, I can see it. I can definitely see the difference with HD. If you have the right setup, sure. the right player, the right TV. Sure. But it's still... I will say I'm very much a proponent of physical media. Right. Which we'll get into, especially with games. Right. But with movies, I think... I'll be okay, aside from having, like, my favorites. Like, mm -hmm. I have Back to the Future on Blu-ray. Right. Ghostbusters on Blu-ray. Beetlejuice on Blu-ray. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to other films that I'm like, yeah, I like that, but I'm not in love with it, I'm okay with digital. You know, I'm trying to think of anybody I know that has a Blu-ray collection. I I think I, it's a pretty niche group. Yeah, I can't think of anybody. Yeah. So I think that's, when it comes to movies, I think physical media is going to die. Uh, except for like the hardcore, because the, the really the only reason to get a Blu-ray, I think, is the special features, mm, mm -hmm. commentary. If you're into commentaries, right. blooper reels, behind right. the scenes, uh, storyboards, if that appeals to you, 
stick with Blu-ray physical media because generally you don't get that with the digital downloads. Because a lot of times you'll buy a Blu-ray and it'll say, oh, and here's your code for your digital download to go with it. Right. I'm not, uh, maybe it does, correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't think it comes with all those bonus features when you get a digital download. Not that I'm aware of. Yeah, yeah me neither. I, I don't think so. And the people who use, you know, Netflix and Hulu as their for, uh, form of watching films, mm-hmm. you're not, I mean, Netflix doesn't have commentary tracks. Netflix no. doesn't have the special features. Right. And a lot of people use that as, oh, this is my movie collection. Yeah. What's on Netflix? That's the movies yeah. I have. Yeah, yep, yep. You know, I feel I do that sometimes. Yeah. You know, sometimes I'll find a movie by other means. <laughs> but you never know. You never know if you really want to see some of that. But I like to see movies I'm excited about. I, I really do try to see them in the theater first. Right. Because um, I don't I don't go out and buy the new Blu-rays when they come out. Right. I hear you. That's not something I do. I hear you. So that so we agree. Movie wise, we could go all digital. Yeah. 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 Aside from special features and like the favorites. Mm-hmm. Do you have any Blu-rays? I have one. What is it? Is it embarrassing? No, no, no. It's <laughs> oh. actually limitless. Bradley Cooper movie. That's your Blu-ray. That is my. That's your one. That's my one Blu-ray. Uh, I saw it in theaters. Loved it. Said I gotta buy this. I have to buy this. Bought it in Blu-ray. I don't think I've watched it once. <laughs> <laughs> I this movie never watched. It. <laughs> and and I like the movie. Don't get me wrong. I just I'm not a big movie guy. You know, even even my favorites. So Back to the Future. I'm a huge. Weekend to Bernie's fan. I am. I agree, man. Love I love that movie. I like both of them. I um, love both of them. I don't have those in Blu-ray. I don't know if they're on Blu-ray. I don't think they've made the jump because I've looked for them. Uh huh. Because I have the DVDs, had the VHSs. Yeah. As a kid, I had the VHSs. Those aren't kids' movies. No, <laughs> not at all. <laughs> but my parents were like, "Oh yeah, it's just a funny movie, voodoo, right. and right. he's just dancing." Right. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't know. I think there might be nudity in the first one. I think there's a brief glimpses of nudity. And I remember as a kid, because my parents never watched Weekend at Burns. Right. I like watch it in my room. And I, I feel like I remember like, oh, that nudity, that brief nudity is coming no, out. No, I, I hope nobody pops in. No, no. I don't think there's nudity, but there is um, Tawny is the character's Tawny. name. Tawny. She comes in in a very skimpy bikini. Oh, Tawny. And she's walking and... I know. I still remember yeah. Andrew McCarthy going, Tawny? Yeah. Yeah. Tawny? Yeah. Oh, boy. Red. Very says, red. Hi, hi, Tawny. I'm horny. <laughs> That's the line. See, clearly I've seen this movie many times. Yeah, that's that's the old school, the, the high waist. Yes. Thing, the high waist, which yep. I guess is coming back. It's coming back. Not yeah. that I am up to date on bikini wear. Why? <laughs> it's not good. This is not good. This is going to a weird place <laughs> in, a, in a good way. Yeah, but I no, you know what? I remember the scene now. Mm-hmm. When, or maybe it's the second movie. Is it the first or the second movie where he accidentally parasails? That's the accidentally parasail. I think it's the second one. Yeah, his, his foot the second one. is hung up on yeah. the parasail. It gets disconnected from the boat, and I think he's sliding on the beach, and his hands inadvertently oh, grab the bikini tops? some ladies. T- so it was the second movie that yeah. which is interesting because I saw the second one first. Interesting. I don't know if we've talked about that. No, we haven't. I'll save that for a movie discussion. Yeah, yeah, I'm actually, yeah. I want to hear that story. Saw the second one first, which is very confusing. Yeah. <laughs> when you go back, when you go back and watch. When you're a child and when. <laughs> yeah, when you're a child and you go back and watch the first one after. Wait, wait Bernie's the bad guy? Right. <laughs> well, Bernie was a good guy. Right? Right. I didn't know. I didn't know he was trying to frame him. Right. Yeah. Weird. But oh man, we can. I can. 
to watch Weekend at Bernie's after this episode. <laughs> at this point. Who knew? You know what? Physical media versus digital media. I did not expect a discussion about Weekend at Bernie's, yeah. but I'm glad we got there. Yeah, me too. I we need to I feel like we have not spent enough time on the fact that your one Blu-ray is limitless. <laughs> that's the Blu-ray. Yeah, that's That's, that's the Blu-ray. See that my yeah. Oh. Hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, whatever. <laughs> yeah. So weird. So let's really get into this talk of video games. This is what people probably want to hear yeah. us talk about. Yeah, yeah. This is physical versus. This is what digital. we're here for. Right. I've got I've got my obvious NES reference shirt on. Cartridges. I love cartridges. Mm -hmm. Discs. When it comes to video games, scare me. I love having physical media and discs, but discs die. You know, I, I don't know what it is about the cartridges. Maybe it's you know nostalgia but those cartridges man they just they just felt good you know oh it's way they smelled good way, <laughs> it's way better plugging in yeah, a cartridge to put it into the nes you slide it in click it down like that's you know that is a, the power button that's so satisfying yeah that was kind of weird in the ps4 that the the original launch model ps4 was the the sort of touch yeah capacitive button where you didn't even have a button. The PS4 Pro has a pushy button, which is nice. It's a little bit better, but yeah, that just going for this sleek look with yeah. all the new consoles, you lose that like clunk clunk, mm -hmm. that spring loaded button feature. Putting the carts in, even Game Boy was so satisfying. Yeah, <laughs> yep. And I know the Switch, of course, has sort of brought physical media back in a way, but it's mm -hmm. not quite as satisfying to click in a little SD card. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> not as fun. But yeah, physical collections obviously are a big deal in this room. And NES, Super Nintendo, like anything cartridge-based, I, wa I want it physically. Despite yeah. the virtual console yeah. with uh, the Wii. And though it doesn't seem like we're going to get a real, true virtual console on the Switch. Mm. It's pretty much been said that's not going to happen. Right. They're probably going to release some games here and there on the Switch that are retro titles. But it's not going to be within sort of this virtual console umbrella which is, for some, very disappointing because it's getting a little bit more tricky to play your old-school games right. in HD, especially on modern televisions. You can do it, but there's lag and other issues. There are clone consoles that allow you to play in HD to keep that physical media alive, but I, I don't know. I, I worry more about those disc-based games. Have mm -hmm. you heard of Disc Rot? No. So disc rot is something that it's it's this big like it's this scary sort of overshadowing issue in the retro game community. Disc rot and and disc death, bit death, I think is what they call it. Huh. So PS1 games. Okay. It's just that natural thing of a cartridge, physical cartridge that attaches and plugs in and hits pins, as long as the pins are clean and the pins are tight, for the most part, those things are gonna last forever. PS1 games, PS2 games, discs over time, like even like the best pressed discs. Mm -hmm. so you know the difference, like if you get a CD burnt on your computer, you can like see where it burned. Right. You get a pressed album, you know, you pick up the latest Phil Collins album. You can see <laughs> no lines on where the, the data ends. Right. If you really look at the bottom of this, because they're pressed differently. That's why you burn a disc on your computer it might last if you're real if you're you know really shoeboxing them nicely. <laughs> they'll last a solid maybe twenty years. Uh -huh. But a pressed disc, I, I think they say can last like ninety years, a hundred years. Wow. 
But that's still a, a lifespan that isn't infinite. Right. And I, I've never experienced it, but there are claims that PS1 games specifically, because they're some of the oldest disc games, have this thing called bit death where the just the magnet the magnetized whatever and i'm no i am not an expert <laughs> just the bits so you start to lose bits of the data that's hmm. that's pressed onto that disc eventually rendering it useless it just the discs rot out in wow a way. wow and that scares me because i have a large playstation playstation 2 collection Probably my largest collection is PS1 and PS2. Wow. More so than the NES, and I have a ton of NES stuff. Mm-hmm. But yeah, PS1's my favorite console, and right. that's a huge fear mm-hmm. for me is is the death. Cartridges, I'm really not worried about those. I think they're going to they're gonna last for... They'll outlive me. Right. PS1, though, I would like them to outlive me. I don't know if they will, and that mm. scares me, especially PS1 RPGs are getting really expensive, certain ones, and there's a lot of expensive PS1 games in general... You're spending a lot of money for a game that might rot, but I don't know how substantiated those claims are, but that is scary. Right. And there's been some solutions to that, so you can still play the ROMs on the actual hardware. There are these SD card mods for disk-based systems where you can... There's one for the Dreamcast as well, where it converts the innards... Where the disc would go, innards, and the innards into an SD card attachment, so you can put ROMs on an SD card or ISO files from the discs that people ripped. Plug that in, you can play the game from the SD card. Hmm. So they can live on, mm-hmm. but that's something that scares me when it comes to, to physical media, for sure. But we got to we got to talk about the modern stuff. Yeah. So when it comes to modern gaming, let's just let's get to it. What do you prefer? Do you prefer having the physical game or are you okay with the digital download? No, my preference hands down is is the physical game. That's my preference because it's mine. I have it. It's not going to disappear. You know, mm-hmm. my fear with the digital downloads is if, if a file were to get corrupted or, um, I don't know, I've... If I lost the system somehow, sure, my subscription, um, you know, says that I, I own it, I downloaded it, you know, I, it just scares me. I guess yeah. it's 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 based in fear, yeah. But there's just something about you know saying like the disc is mine. I I, I know it's mine. I can hold it. You know, mm-hmm. I can't hold a digital game. Right. And I think that's that's a big fear. I'm. They may have changed this, but I believe originally with the Switch. There is no like account tie-in for mm, digital purchases. Really? I don't think so. I I believe that may have changed now. I think that's going to change or has changed. I imagine they'd have to do with that. the Switch Online service, where like if your Switch breaks, mm-hmm. wow, I can't. And that's scary. Yeah. But think about. I mean, luckily you can back up your phone, but that's my big issue with cell phone games. So why is it because physical? media for cell phone games doesn't exist and that's why you don't care when it comes to cell phone video games you know i think that's got to be it i think i don't have a choice so if there was a cell phone that came out that in like the engage right right (laughs) if there was a cell phone that came out that had a game slot like they made some weird universal mobile game physical media Uh uh-huh would you be drawn to that or be like no i'm just gonna keep doing it the way i'm doing it I think I would do continue to do it the way that I've been doing it, only because that's 
become what I've, mm-hmm. I'm accustomed to. Right, and cell phone games aren't real games. So why would you need? <laughs> why would you need to? Why would you want those? <laughs> uh, okay. Well, and, and also too, um, you know, they're most of them are so inexpensive. A lot of the games I play are free. Mm-hmm. Um, the ones that I do pay for are less than five dollars. So I feel like I'm initially. not initially. <laughs> right, initially, that's true. It's the same with the free games too, though. Yeah. Um, but usually I, I pay it on the back end in terms of like, I feel as though I've gotten my money, my money's worth out of it. I think I'm just so used to downloading, you know, just the digital mobile games that it just, it, I have never even really thought about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, that, that would be weird. I, obviously that will never happen. Right. Because there's so many right, 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 types right. of phones or be no system no, for no, that. No, 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 no. They've moved past it. Yeah. Hypothetically. Yeah. But PS4. Mm-hmm. You prefer the physical. Well, I will say this. I will, will, will say this. Um, there are games that I've experienced on the phone that have ceased to exist, whether because they're not updated with... Been there, done that. Yep, operating bothers systems. bothers me. Or servers go down. Yeah. Um, and that, yeah, that's unfortunate. No, that, that's a major issue. Again, one of my complaints about mobile gaming and cell phone gaming is that mm-hmm. because that can happen and that's a legitimate fear yeah whereas ps4 digital downloads etc you're pretty much good even if you don't have you know an, an account and you do you know you or you don't have it synced or whatever you still have it on your system right so you still have that license to right. it right which is nice but i still yeah physical i have a lot of digital games but here's here's this embarrassing thing that's happening with me lately. And it's I blame PSVR. This is completely PSVR's fault. Hmm. Your fault. I am noticing myself when there's a, a VR game that has a physical release, absolutely I get it. Any PSVR physical release that I have an interest in, I pick it up. But if I haven't played it yet, if I haven't played it yet and put it on the system, and it goes on sale digitally, I will buy the digital version as well. Wow. Scary. Problem. Problems up here. Yeah. Because then I'm like, oh, well, I don't have to open the physical one. Wow. I can just keep it fresh keep if I ever, you never pristine. know. Pristine. And I don't have to worry about swapping the disc. I So a lot of my PSVR games I have digitally and physically. So if I want to jump around in VR games, it's very simple. There's very few games I have to pop the disc you in know, for. You know, that's really funny because there's there's a number of games where, you know, I've come over and, hey, Dave, let's play some VR. Do you have this game? Oh, yeah, yeah, I haven't, I haven't opened it yet. You know, and, and I don't, I don't, I just think, oh, it hasn't gotten to it. Like, I don't, <laughs> I, I never realized it was like conscious <laughs> it's, it's decision. Kind of, yeah, it's kind of, it goes back and forth. There are ones that I haven't had a chance to play physically. Uh-huh. And then there are ones that, Oh, I haven't opened it because I, I bought it. <laughs> like uh, Wipeout Omega Collection, uh-huh. which came out a while ago. They added a free update that makes the entire game, you know, Wipeout. Super fast, F-Zero. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Classic PlayStation game, Wipeout. But that makes the game completely playable in PSVR. Completely playable. 100% mm. you can play the whole game in VR. Free update. Crazy sale yesterday, or a couple days ago. I was I was actually mid live stream. Somebody's like, "Hey, wipe out a mega collections on sale on PSN." I was like, "Oh, that's thirteen dollars." <laughs> so I, you know, I don't need to put my disc in anymore. This is nice. <laughs> I can just play it digitally. But which is crazy, 
So when I totally see when people say, oh, digital is so much better, it's so much more convenient. It is convenient. I 100% see what they're saying. Yeah, that's the legitimate because statement. Because discs are not as fun to swap. It's just not as fun to be like, no. oh, God, it's a pain. And then I kind of get irritated, even just like very slight irritation when uh, your buddy Ian came over. Yeah. And we were, you're like, oh, he's showing Batman Arkham VR. Right. And... I, I was like, oh, I gotta get the disc. <laughs> that's not what I have digitally. So I was like, oh, man, that's kind of annoying. <laughs> so I can totally see it, but I'll never stop buying physical. Right. I, I can't because, like you said, ownership. Mm -hmm. If if we hit the apocalypse and and the internet doesn't exist anymore, you know what? In my bunker, I could still play games without an internet connection because I got the disc. Right. You know, I don't have to access my digital downloads and, and re-download anything. Because with hard drives, the games are getting bigger and bigger. Mm. And the PS4, even the biggest PS4 hard drive, is only a terabyte. Yeah, I, I've I've hit my limit. You and know? there's a lot of people who talk about the the juggling, the yeah. digital juggling yep. you have to do. You know what? That's that's probably the, the the biggest argument I would say for the in favor of the physical. Yeah, yeah, and th that's why I like the Switch. Because of the cartridges, I don't. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is, even when you put the disc in, it still installs certain parts of the disc. Right, so it still right. takes up hard drives. It does. It's true. Friend of the show, Renee Klein. Shout out to him. Hello. Great, great supporter of the show. He's been around a long time from the beginning. He's been around since our old videos. Get out of here. He knows you from the old. Wow. Videos. Think about that. Back Tip in the my day. hat to you, sir. That's gonna get some comments about <laughs> what that means. But he has even. I remember Final Fantasy 15 came out. Super excited about it. Did a review on it. And he and I talked about it. He's like, oh, I've, I've already... They added a multiplayer update so you could play multiplayer in mm. the game in this sort of separate side story. And he was like, oh, that's coming out. He's like, oh, I already uninstalled it. After he beat it, he'll platinum a game and he'll uninstall it wow. to make space sure. for other games. And I'm like, oh, man, what a pain that must be to have to swap. That's why I have external hard drives hooked up to the mm. PS4. But for people who may not have that ability or are afraid of external hard drives because they can die, mm -hmm. it's juggling games is a problem. Because you can have, what, maybe eight games installed at a time? Yeah. Depending on how big they are? Yep. Full featured. So the, I understand the benefits of digital. I think the only real benefit is the convenience of it. And I think having physical versions of games way outweighs it. Be, just having it right there, access to it, You can people can borrow the game from you. Yeah. You can't uh, lend your digital game to somebody. No. Unless no. you... I mean, I believe I could go to your house and I could load my PSN account onto your system sure. and then download my digital I mean, account. hassle. That's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah. I've never seen anybody do that. No. Nobody's done that on my system. Mm -mm. Not that I would let them. Right. But you can't. Whew. That's, that's a lot. We're going to need a game break. Whoa. So this game break today, we'll mm -hmm. get back into it because there's still so much. There is so much to talk about with physical versus digital media. We just scratched the surface a little bit. But when it comes to media, you know, I mentioned the apocalypse. Yes. Very big deal, the apocalypse. <laughs> I don't know if you've heard about this apocalypse <laughs> thing. It's not. It's going to be tough. It's going to be tough to deal with if you're not prepared. And we've all heard of the classic Desert Island game. Yes. We all know mm -hmm. the classic Desert Island game. You're stranded. Oh, man. You're stranded on an island. Oh, man. And by, I don't know why I said desert you gotta, island. You gotta, Deserted island. You got to start giving me heads up on these questions. I know, because how, how often is it, this um... Is um, right. This so is this hard. is, and this I was gonna say oh, that too. Man. I was like, I know I don't prep you. Here's why: 
these have to be the gut reactions. Okay. So you just got to be boom, okay. boom, Okay, I boom. got it. I know it. All right. I well, you, I haven't even gotten there oh, yet. Okay, fair enough. So that we're going to do three three versions. Okay. So the first, I said, I don't know, I still don't know why I said desert island. I <laughs> guess that would be a really bad situation. Yeah. You're on an island, but it's also a desert. Right. Deserted island. Deserted island. You're by yourself. You're stranded. Somehow, you can watch movies. Okay. But you can only have three movies with you. Three movies. Mm-hmm. Go. Gut. Gut. Okay. So Weekend of Bernie's. Weekend of Bernie's. The first. Yeah. Just the first. Just the first. Boom. Two more. Um, Tawny. Right. <laughs> right. You know, I'd have to go with uh, Edge of Tomorrow. Tom Cruise movie. Edge of Tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Though I've probably that's a watched... New, that's a much newer movie. Yeah. I've watched those two movies countless times. Wow. Third. Um... I'd probably say one of the Back to the Futures, but oh, you gotta pick one. Oh man, I would probably. It's it's so it's so hard because those movies are so well interwoven. Mm-hmm. Um, they are well interwoven after the fact because they didn't know they were. Yeah, right, 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 right. Best Back to the Future, gut reaction, go. Uh, one, two, or three. I really like the third one. Third, there I you go. I really like the, the third one. So third. So Back to the Future, three, Edge of Tomorrow, and... Weekend of Bernie's. Weekend of Bernie's. Yep. Well, at least you didn't say Limitless. <laughs> but I have the Blu-ray disc. Mine's going to be a little weird. Okay. <laughs> okay. Mine's Weirder than mine? Mm. This is going to get some hate. Ready? Uh-huh. Okay. Most people are like, oh, obviously he's going to pick Ghostbusters, probably he's going to uh, pick... Beetlejuice. Well, yeah, that's <laughs> Beetlejuice. Okay. Absolutely Beetlejuice. Because, you know, when October comes around on the deserted island, right. we're going to need a somewhat Halloween-ready movie. Uh-huh. Beetlejuice. Done. Ghostbusters 2. Ooh. You know why? Because I feel I, Ghostbusters 2 is just a happier movie for me. Because it just makes me feel better. And it solves the issue of being a Christmas movie. Christmas slash New Year's movie. Really? Because that's when it takes place. There's all those scenes of them running around with Santa hats yeah, on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not really very overstated. No. <laughs> but it, no. I liked it. Much like people would say Die Hard is a Christmas movie. Oh, you know what? Oh, sorry, gut reactions. You're already stranded. Damn it. <laughs> you are already stranded. Damn it. But, <laughs> but Ghostbusters 2, only because it has like a happy, it's like, oh, it kind of helped me forget. People like to complain about Ghostbusters 2. It is not... As bad as everybody. Here's the thing. Ghostbusters is so good that people think Ghostbusters 2 is bad because it's not as good as the first one. Just because it's not as good as the first one doesn't mean Ghostbusters 2 is inherently bad. Right. It's still a great movie. It's just not nearly as good as the first one. A lot of movies aren't as good as the first Ghostbusters, but we don't say they're bad. Right, right, right. Come at Don't at me. Don't at me on Twitter <laughs> about Ghostbusters 2. They will. So Ghost <laughs> Ghostbusters 2... Beetlejuice, and then I've been trying to figure out the third one. Uh -huh. See, I do get to know the questions ahead of time. Uh -huh. I did prep these an hour before we did this. Right, right. <laughs> I, the third is tough, and it has to be. It has to be. Rumble in the Bronx, Jackie Chan. I can see that. Is that that's the, true to you for the stunts, the fights? Because I can rewatch it for the story one day. I can rewatch it for the stunts one day. Yeah, it's true to you. For the hilarity. Mm -hmm. Yes, Ghostbusters 2, Beetlejuice. 
Rumble in the Bronx. Mm, probably, wow. you know, just Stranded Island, that is, because those are very rewatchable for me. Yeah. It's all about rewatching. Oh, I got it. Ghostbusters is great, but I feel like I can rewatch Ghostbusters 2. Because I did it so much as a kid, because mm-hmm. I had the first movie on VHS. Mm. Didn't have the second one for a while, and I would always catch it on TV when they would play Ghostbusters too. Right, right, right. It's just right. like those memories trigger the nostalgia vision. Right. So that's where it gets me going. But we got to keep going. Mm. This is Desert Island. Des- <laughs> this is a desert island. <laughs> deserted island. You've also got access to three albums. Albums. Three musical albums but here's what i'm gonna do to make it easier because i knew this would be tricky Mm. three musical artists okay you've got three musical artists that could be with you on this deserted island their only job is to to sing for you okay open your coconuts what three musicians would you want to uh keep your ears alive on this deserted island okay so uh it's gonna be nine inch nails I don't know a lot about Gerald's music taste. Yeah. So this is eye-opening for yeah, both this of is, us. This is going to be eye-opening. And by, by the one other person watching, both of us. Right. <laughs> 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 Nine Inch Nails. Nine Inch Nails. Yeah. Okay. Um, pitch Shifter. Never heard of. Yeah, they're pitch they're Shifter. they're a UK band. Um, yeah. Industrial. Um, in the ni- from the nineties. Uh, well, I'd I'd say uh, early two thousands. Okay. Um. And who would the third third um, musician? It's good. This is all you're going to be able to hear. Their songs, only songs they sing. I'm blanking. You know, it would be in that vein. It'd be in that genre of music. <laughs> the Nine Inch Nails right. pitch shifter. Right. Yep. Yep. Which I've never heard of. Okay. So a Nine Inch Nails pitch shifter hybrid. Yeah. Is what we're saying. Uh-huh. Okay. Mine would be Kiko Matsui, uh, jazz pianist amazing jazz artist instrumental huh. instrumental stuff i think instrumental would help me because uh-huh. uh i feel like songs with lyrics would make me go more crazy mm. on a deserted island so that that would be one kiko matsui for sure artists makes this way easier mm. miki higashino the composer for the sui koden games mm. of course and then i gotta give it to my boy Nobu Uematsu, mm. Nobu Uematsu, for all of his Final Fantasy scores. Yeah. If I had to pick albums, uh-huh. it would have been a lot trickier. Uh. So your inability to think of albums was perfect for me. Perfect. Absolutely That's, perfect. That works. Now three games, the big one. Three okay. deserted island games, and then we'll get back to our topic. Definitely Witcher 3. Witcher 3. You mentioned Witcher before, oh, so. So good. Witcher 3. So good. Because you got to go in it thinking, is this going to be a game that I like to replay a lot, or is uh-huh. this a game that has a lot of hours of gameplay? That's the that's, that's the got tricky. both. That's got both. Yeah. For Witcher, you know? yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What are your other two? I like Until Dawn a lot. It's not super long. Mm-hmm. Um, you can make some choices in it. It's got some replayability. Witcher 3, Until Dawn, and... Um, can I pick a phone game? Yeah, <laughs> a mobile it's a, game. It's a game. I mean, you can think of real games. That's fine. Yeah, um, probably, probably uh, Aridin Arena. Ah, yes, the one you sunk the most money uh-huh. into out of all. Okay, Aridin Arena, Witcher Three, and Until Dawn. Good. Mine. It's so hard to pick one Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. We actually got a comment. Okay, enough about. Can you guys stop talking about Final Fantasy on the on the podcast, please? Really. 
<laughs> They're like, just stick to the topic. I can't <laughs> help it that I care about Final Fantasy so much. Final Fantasy Nine, because Nine is such a can be such a long game, and there's so many things you can do outside of the main quest that would keep that replayability. Mm-hmm. Like there is a special sword, I believe it's called yeah Excalibur Two. So there's an Excalibur in the game, mm. but there's also Excalibur Two. I believe it's been a while since I played through Nine, and you can only get Excalibur Two if you can get to Hades towards the end of the game mm. in a certain amount of time. I don't know if it's like 19 hours or something crazy. Nobody gets to the end of a Final Fantasy game in 19 hours. I've looked into the clock rollover, and I think in Final Fantasy IX, when the clock rolls over, it changes color. Hmm. So it'll get like 99 hours and 99 minutes, and then when it rolls over, it'll turn like red. Mm. And then when it gets to 99, 99, it'll turn like green. Mm-hmm. And I believe, I don't know if it's been tested, but I believe it will eventually it will eventually roll over back to the original. So if you play your game save long enough, wow. obviously nobody would, you could get the Excalibur 2 on a lengthy game save. But your PlayStation would probably die before right. you'd get to that point. But this is not a real situation. So we're going to assume I have a masterful PlayStation okay. that can keep it going. So replayability, FF9. And there's so many ways you can do a level 1 quest, you can do an armor quest there's so many ways to play final fantasy 9 it's a beautiful game the other two is is the tricky part because i have to pick a suikoden game mm. of course and i'd probably go for two just because there's so much to do in two and it matters so two suikoden two for sure is gonna have to be in there and then that third one I can't decide because I feel like I need a more retro game, like a pre-PlayStation yeah. game, but I don't think I would get enough value out of it if that's the only other game I had to play. So I think what I would have to do is pick a game that doesn't end. Hmm. I don't know what, but I'm thinking it would either have to be a Sim game, mm-hmm. like sort of a Sim City. Right, right, or right. The Sims. Right. Because if I play The Sims. I can feel like I'm not stuck on a deserted <laughs> island because I'm controlling these people in these normal situations. Right. So I think a game like The Sims or a Sim City type would probably be my third game, or a crafting, building, like ongoing game, a survival mm-hmm. game. I almost consider putting Don't Starve on there okay. because Don't Starve. Right. It's you know I might be pretty good at it because I'm I'm acting it out in real life. But but as far as the game. Wouldn't aren't you looking for an escape like where that's just sort of like ah oh, I've collected co- coconuts all day and now I'm collecting coconuts again in the game that could be the sickness that could be the sickness right. the craziness that I want I want to experience what I'm already having to live you through. know I like the idea of the Sims because imagine like you could just have so many generations yeah that's yeah. for the replayability that's why I'm like I'm thinking the Sims because there is no end to that yeah game. no no that's games that's, with, you gotta have a game with no end that's really funny for sure so that those would probably be my uh, my go-tos but it'll never happen so no. I don't have to worry about it no thank god and that'll do it for this game break so let's get back into our topic physical versus digital now I mentioned it briefly the Nintendo Switch in a way has kind of given a hint that maybe physical media could come back, whereas all the other consoles, I mean, I think you would agree, are trying to move to digital yes. only. How are they trying to move to digital only if outside of things like PSVR and indies don't go on sale? You know, those go on sale a lot, but most of the time the physical disc is cheaper 
than digital only. I feel like a game that's $20 at GameStop right. is still $59.99 yep. on the PlayStation Store. Yeah. You know, I was just at, in GameStop, yeah. and I experienced that. Why it, do you think that is? I don't know. I, you know, here's the thing. I actually bought a, a few games uh, digitally, not even thinking for a second that a physical version was available. Bought the games, went to GameStop like a week later, saw them on the shelves, and mm. I was like, oh, crap. I should have bought them here. I didn't even yeah. know they were available. Oh, you know? so you didn't know there were physical releases yes. of them? Yes, That's something to definitely keep in mind. There is a resurgence of, of some of those digital-only games coming out physically mm -hmm. after the fact. Mm -hmm. That is happening more and more, especially with uh, companies like Limited Run Games. There's a box for a Limited Run game right there. Because they started releasing some digital-only PSVR games mm -hmm. physically. I was mm. like, oh, i got to jump on that. Right. So I can totally understand why that would have happened. Because most people wouldn't assume yeah. that that's happening. Yeah, absolutely. That's got to be frustrating. It, and it was probably cheaper or at least the same price. And you're Yeah, the physical game was cheaper. Yeah, think about that. And that was an indie game? Was it an indie? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's crazy to me. And you're getting something physical, more ownership. Right. It, the only way that these companies, these game companies, are going to get people to jump on the digital-only bandwagon is to have more incentive than just the convenience that we've already talked about. Mm -hmm. Convenience is not enough for someone to give up that feeling of physical ownership, especially if they have to give up more of their physical money mm -hmm. to purchase them digitally. If they're, ch I think, if digital games were half the price, half the price of the physical releases, I mean, why can't they do that? I disagree. I disagree for the reason Let's that say why the the younger generations they didn't grow up with the, the so much with the physical media like we did um so i think it's less of an issue for them they're going to prefer the digital media i remember um walking through the mall one day a couple years ago right before the fye before, right before they stopped selling cds and there were these two young kids walking by and the one was commenting to his friend he's like who buys cds anymore you know? Wow. Yeah, just kind of blown away that, it, look, there's a store that sells CDs, like, might as well be an antique store. That's crazy. That's crazy. Oh, I just punched that kid in the mouth. <laughs> right in his stupid mouth. It was really eye-opening for me. I was like, wow, that you know, that the younger generation really has very, and I won't speak for everyone in that generation, but I, I, I would guess the majority of that, uh, you know. Right. Generation. But that particular kid <laughs> should be punched in the mouth because he was so smug about it. His smug, who buys CDs? Nice CD, Grandpa. I remember when CDs were new. I remember I was like, whoa, CDs? Yeah, I, music right. on a disc? Right, because we, you know, we had like CDs on tape, or CDs on tape, music on tape. <laughs> CD, I, I gotta get that CD on tape. You know? <laughs> yeah, I, I, my yeah. first was cassette, well, my mom had vinyl. And it was huge. Mm -hmm. The first music I ever listened to was on vinyl. And then I started to buy cassette tapes right. when I got older yep. and started getting into music. And then moved to CDs. I was like, oh, these are a godsend. It's true. I hated that crappy, the way that cassette tapes would break down over time. Mm -hmm. And they get that weird, like, whoop sound yeah. to the magnet now, tape. Ugh. I remember the CDs being more expensive than tapes when they came out. Yep. You know? So yep. I remember only the kind of the wealthier kids 
having the CDs, be like, oh man, he's got the CD, mm. that album, holy smokes. I was you know? wealthy, I was lucky. Right. <laughs> or I was buying CDs nobody wanted. Right. <laughs> Not a lot of kids going into uh, Record Town, <laughs> as it used to be, remember that? Right, yeah. Record Town was our CD store, or Sam Goody. I remember Sam Goody. Sam Goody in the Blue Head Mall. Oh my God. That? That Do Sam you remember Goody? Rainbow Records? Mm-hmm. At the beach? Uh, they actually had one in Dover. They had some killer sales. Yeah. Where and then the beach one became like the place to go. Yeah, uh, is that, I don't know if it's still there. I don't know. No, no, no. I'm pretty sure it's. And then it started not. doing like it was the, right around the corner there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think yeah it's on gone. the main street. Yeah, it's gone. Wow, because they were starting to do like used, yep. used vinyl, and mm-hmm. they were doing games at one point. Yeah, man, Rainbow Records is gone. This sucks. Yeah, <laughs> life yeah. sucks. Death okay. of an era. <laughs> The future's terrible. Yeah, when <laughs> when Rainbow Records went out of business uh, here, um, I knew I I just knew that I saw the writing on the wall. Then the CDs were done. Yeah, Best Buy no longer selling CDs. Wow, in the stores, wow. our Best Buy. I think yep. it's just they still Blu-rays. They're still pushing the Blu-ray DVD thing. But when Blu-rays and DVDs stop being sold, CDs are gone. Like what? I mean, I guess Best Buy will just become an appliance, TV, and computer. Yeah, store? they're selling a lot of hardware. Sears, our Sears is closing Sears down. is gone. Yep. Everything, buying everything online. People are going to start buying their washing machines on Amazon. You know, it's crazy. Amazon just sells so much yeah. for, for so little. I mean, I, I went into uh, Boscov's the other day trying to give them money. I, I... <laughs> It's impossible. It's impossible. The only people shopping at Boscov's now successfully are uh, grandparents and great-grandparents. I had I have got a soft spot for that store because yeah. I would go there with my parents when I was a kid. Same, same. Oh, All the time. I it, love that, that store. Smell, yeah. That smell, that Boscov's. Oh, I'm in a Boscov's. You know, and, and they, they've got all the different departments, you know, so you really could. There was a time when that, you know, the one-stop shopping... I remember we could get games there. Yeah, I getting games. Yeah, Boscovs. Yeah. Now the only thing that people buy at Boscovs are the the pajama pants my grandmother buys me for Christmas every year. She always buys me a pair of pajama pants with a Boscovs receipt. I'm like, if I have to return these, I haven't been in a Boscovs. Man, and I don't I, even know. I had I had money burning <laughs> in my pocket. Boscovs. I, I want to give this to you so I bad. I want to give it to you so badly, and I just I couldn't. I'd look, you know, the. Here's the thing is, I thought, well, let me just, let me look it up on Amazon. And sure enough, And sure enough, it's like a quarter of the price. And I'm like, damn it. I can't pay 80 bucks for this when I can get it for 20 on Amazon. Yeah, you can't love the store that much. And it's the same thing with Toys R Us going out of business. Yeah. And it it sucks, but at the same time, the people who are, are whining about it, no offense, it's sad. I was super sad about ours. I grew up with our Dover Toys R Us. Went there all the time with my family. It was a big deal to go to Toys R Us. Right, yeah. And it's sad that it's closing down. Or it was, Ours was one of the first ones. Yeah. We were in that first round of closures. Yep. Not even the last minute ones. Yeah. But I, you know, we're all guilty because it was so much more expensive. Toys R Us was expensive. Yeah. And they had a lot of issues outside of just being a toy store. Man, it, well, I remember going, going to our... Our Toys R Us when I was an adult, just going there for nostalgia's sake. Sake, and uh, it's kind of it was still even as an adult, it was kind of fun to walk around. Yeah, and yeah. it was one of the few places to get like adult collectible right, toys right. too. But I walked in there, and at least ours, I was like, man, this place is dirty. This place is just <laughs> yeah. They kind of they kind of gave up on it. Yeah, yeah. 
I was really disappointed. I would only go when they were having like, uh, you know, some crazy game sales. Yeah. When I when I thought amiibos mattered more mm, than they do, mm-hmm. I would get some amiibos there because they would have some good like half off sales. Yeah, there. I went for uh, the, like the the board games section. Okay. You know they do. They probably had a, a better yeah. selection, but places like Target and Walmart are yeah. getting pretty good yeah. uh, board game selections it's now. Not bad. Not bad. But the weird ones, you know, we like the the weird board games. But a yeah. lot of times those are cheaper on Amazon. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Now with Amazon, mm-hmm. with I music CDs, we were talking about that a little bit. Music CDs, I am still a proponent of buying the physical CD. Right. Like game soundtracks, I I own all my game soundtracks physically. Right. That's something I go out for. Major bands I like physical CD. Even if it's like an indie band, like an like a web band that that's mostly popular online. If they do a physical release, I'll get really excited. I want to order it. Hmm. So that's something that I, I have not. Movies, for some reason, with movies, aside from the favorites, I'm okay with digital. Music, very, very few. I might have one album that was purchased through iTunes. Wow. Everything else is physical, and I rip it. Same thing. What if internet goes down? You, you don't... you. I can still rip my CDs to my computer. You know, it, it, I can't re-download them. Yeah, in retrospect, I don't think I've bought any albums off of iTunes. Good. Like, Good. I'm really into the physical version. Yeah. And usually on Amazon, you'll notice, depending on what, what it is, it's sometimes cheaper to buy a physical CD yeah. than to buy the 99-cent downloads yeah. of an album. Yeah. Which is scary. So it's like, what do you want us to do? The price... People make decisions... And and cause trends with their money. Their money decides what stays and what goes. Right? Wouldn't right. you say that? Right. Yeah. And if if the overarching world or society thinks we need to move to digital, stop using plastic for everything, then why is it cheaper to buy the physical? It like doesn't CDs, make any sense CDs to me. CDs are so cheap right now. It is so cheap to buy a brand new music CD. Right. Despite I mean, unless you're talking about the rare ones, because there are some rare CDs sure, out sure, there. Sure. For sure, there's rare CDs. But for the most part, new albums, even the new ones aren't that expensive. And a lot of times, they'll still, like, artists will include bonus songs. Right. If you get the physical CD, like, they'll have 12 tracks and, like, a couple demos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And sometimes they do that digitally, but not that often. I don't understand why it should. If you want us to move to digital media, why isn't it across the board cheaper? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Been very passionate, very upset. But with the switch and this whole physical media thing, do you think physical media could make a comeback? Because you're noticing it in certain things, like just that nostalgia for the old school stuff, like getting an old NES cart, or the big one that I've thought about thinking about music CDs. I don't think people are as nostalgic for music CDs as say we are. We're right. probably not the norm. Right. But vinyl mm. has become such a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm surprised Rainbow Records is closed, if it's closed, because vinyl has had this resurgence right? and this interest in this weird sound that vinyl has. Do you think physical media can make a comeback, or do you think it's just going to stay stagnant like it is now for You know, I, I think I think it's just going to be a phase if it comes back, just temporarily, until, you know, sort of the uh, the generation that's in the 30s and 40s now. So you think it's mostly us yes. that are doing the vinyl stuff and all yeah, that? Yeah, that, you know, we'll have this, we'll, we'll ride this wave of us buying stuff, but then 
it's only gonna it's only gonna last as long as you know we're around. Okay. And then after that, it'll be gone. I How think. old do you think we need to be to where we're not concerned with it anymore? Because it's not that we won't appreciate it, but we will get to the point where we're probably you know, not concerned with it. I don't know if there's ever going to be a point where we're not concerned with it. But we'll be less the of end. a market. Yes, so. yeah. So, okay, you heard it here. You heard it here on Digitally Distracted. Gerald's predicting it. So when this generation, the 30 to 40s, right. early 40s generation, when that generation has passed, you think everybody coming up, you feel for the most part, for the most part. is going to be totally fine going yeah. all digital. Yeah, yeah. So I would see that as happening in 10 years. You think? I think so. I think so. Do you feel like in 10 years our generation is going to be uh, fighting it with our wallets the same way? We can't compete with the, the, the numbers that are going to be That's into true. media at that point. Because like my grandparents, I don't even know if they've seen a movie since 1996. I don't know if they've seen a new movie since 1996. That's true. You know, you know, you know that's, but, yeah. that's a good point because the... You know, it's so funny. When I was a kid, my dad, he had his little, his cassette collection. And he would listen to, like, Ronnie Millsap and, and Willie Nelson and, you know, these these albums that were kind of older. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't be the new stuff. And I'm, I'm in my mind, I'm like, Dad, what? There's new artists. There's new... You know, genre, not, yeah. maybe not new genres, but there's new sounds. There's new And there's new music within his genre. Yeah. I don't get it. Why are, why are you not listening to this? You know, I get it now. I, I don't know what the popular artists are nowadays. I, I listen to the same CDs that I listened to um, in high school and college and shortly thereafter. Mm. You know? I'm not quite that way. Yeah. There's there's new stuff that I get into. Okay. Maybe not the mainstream new stuff, but definitely new stuff that's a little bit more obscure. But I mean, I can appreciate. I can appreciate a good Katy Perry song if I have to. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're not going to linger. On, we're not going to linger on that. Let's not let's not linger there. Let's not linger there. But yeah, no, I I can see, I almost saw myself doing that with gaming. Mm. For a while, I was like, I'm going to be that crotchety old gamer mm-hmm. who's like, ah, Super Nintendo was better. <laughs> and I was that way for a while, even before I you know, started doing gaming stuff on YouTube and with videos and web content. But I, I really do appreciate new games because they are insane. I can't. Uh, I don't think my little brain could have handled where gaming is now. Yeah. As a kid, no. I needed to ease into it. I don't know how kids nowadays can start with PS4. It it boggles. It not like it boggles my mind. Something. It boggles my mind. Where I, I think about that sometimes. Where I'll be I'll be playing. I'll say it again. Witcher three. Yeah, there it is. You great know? game for kids. Oh, great, great kids game. game. Yeah. Family friendly kids and game. I'm, and I'm thinking in my mind. There, there are children out here. This is their first step. This is their first taste of video games. Yeah, we got to ease into it. It blows my mind. How can freaky? What freaky? Freaky. I know, I know. And then, and then, as physical, when it goes to all digital, like everything is going to get to the point where everything you buy that is not a consumable is in this is in this cloud. Yeah, yeah. And that's that's scary. I, I'm going to fight it as long as I can. 
but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Well, now, I will say this. You do then have the pixelated games like the Minecrafts. Yeah, they have. I mean, I would say they have a. Those are the real retro. Games, yeah, because the word retro really means something that emulates the past right. or looks retro. Right. Vintage would be the proper word to describe old school games or old school. Old school vintage. I technically an NES game is not a retro game. Technically, a modern game that looks like an NES game would be a retro. Retro, game. right? Technically, but it's it's so synonymous now that definition doesn't matter. Right. That's just me being stupid. <laughs> and uh, let's move on from me being stupid because uh, I want to go back to Car- K- Katy Perry and you <laughs> <laughs> you're right it is time for the Q&A <laughs> so we've got uh, we've had a lot of questions so we're going to try to get through these quick but I wanted to put some more questions on here we got four questions okay. four questions today we, we've only been doing a couple we got a lot more so this one is from the YouTube comments that's right if you want to ask a question you can leave it in the comments this is from Snootion 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 I hope I'm saying that right. A nice quickie. What's a game you love that everyone else hates? Mm. What's a game you love that everyone else hates? I'll throw this one out. For a while, I felt like people didn't like Bigfoot on NES. Hmm. Uh, I loved that game growing up. I still love that game. It has a weird control scheme on some of the scenes. Mm-hmm. That's actually what led me to do a review of it on the channel. Because I was like, why do people not like this game? So that's one. Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Bigfoot on any. You know, I'll say this. It's a more recent game. Um, sure. I really liked, really liked Hitman Absolution. and Yeah, that was not well liked. No, it wasn't. And I love that game. That's a really good game. So that, that'd be my, my choice. Hitman Absolution. All mm-hmm. right. Next one from Rumblings 6. Rumblings 6. Hey, Dave, I love Kirby. What would be your favorite character from any video game? Easy for me, Vivi, or Vivi as some people say. It's Vivi. Final Fantasy IX. Black Mage, heck yeah. You know, I'd probably go with the classic. You know, just Raccoon Mario. <laughs> Very specific. Very Specifically, specific. Raccoon Mario. Yeah. Raccoon Mario. What an awesome game, Super Mario Brothers. Oh, 3. yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Quick question. This is sort of a poll from Eric from Let's Get. Not sure if he's watching this show. Okay. But he also uh, does a podcast called Let's Get. Mm -hmm. Gamer, retro gamer. He always likes to compare Super Mario Brothers 3 to Super Mario World. What's the better game? What's your prep? I love sort of the the map of Super Mario World. Mm -hmm. Um, But I have to go go with a three, I think. Mm, That's his pick. He says Super Mario Brothers 3. I say Super Mario World. Mm-hmm. Super Mario World. Interesting. Might have to talk about that in the future. Yeah. Next one from Adam Schellenberg. I like that name. Yeah. Adam Schellenberg. Thanks for another awesome podcast. You're welcome. <laughs> Not a podcast yet, but we'll get there. <laughs> I've got a question for you guys. What video game genre have mm. you given multiple chances to, but just can't seem to really get into? Massive multiplayer online. MMOs? Yeah, MMOs. Massive multiplayer online role-playing games? Or just MMOs in general? Just MMOs in general. Yeah. Um, See, I, I've given them a chance. I really liked them, which is why I had to stay away. Yeah. For me, you know, having everybody be there. Having to rely on so many people. Yeah, and and they're, and they're, a lot of them are... I, I never got plugged into an online community, so they're all strangers to me. 
It's tough. You know, that's something I struggle with as well. And you're going on your quest and you're going into the, you know, the castle or the ruins or whatever. And all these people are coming out. They're stopping. They're going in They're You know, it's very distracting. Mm -hmm. I can see that. Yeah. You like the single player experience. Yes. Yes. For sure. Yes. And I would say I've mentioned it in videos before. Usually shoot 'em ups or shooters. I would just call them shooters. But now you say shooters. People mm -hmm. think FPS mm -hmm. games. And that's the thing you would think I would say first person shooters because I don't really play them, but when I have played them, they were fine. Like I even liked Halo. Yeah. I mean, a lot of the hardcore people would say that the Call of Duty people would probably not agree that Halo is as good. But I, I'm fine with them. Mm -hmm. I don't hate them. But shooters for sure. Shoot 'em ups, just uh, bullet hell games, as they're sometimes called mm. in Japan, where it's just there are literally bullets all over the place. They frustrate me so much, and I have tried and tried. Aside from Tetra Star, which I recently reviewed. Very difficult for me to get into shooters, and that's a very unique one. Mm -hmm. So that that would be my genre that I just whew, struggle. Last one, sketchy times TV. Sketchy times <laughs> TV. Do you ever think there will be a point in time where all games for all systems are fixed to their maximum playability, whether it be through a remake or homebrew? All bugs and glitches patched and bad game mechanics fixed. Because that is a huge thing now, yeah. especially with physical media, too. Yep. A lot of remasters, a lot of HD remakes, yep. where they kind of fix things or tweak game well, mechanics. You know, with the technology always improving, there's always going to be an opportunity to remaster. Yeah. You know, you're mm -hmm. always going to push that limit farther and farther. So look look at it now with, um, you know, HD was like cutting edge, now it's 4K. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And with uh, Final Fantasy twelve. They released Final Fantasy XII, The Zodiac Age, which actually changed some of the way the mechanics worked, hmm. not just reskinning it and giving better textures. Um, but I don't think I would want that to happen. Because hmm. a lot of games, for better or for worse, are defined by their issues or their weird game mechanics. Interesting. Or their you know, unusual bugs or glitches that you find in the game. Yeah, they may. Be, I'm not talking game breaking glitches, right? But little glitches that may cause a unique experience. Mm -hmm. And if you take all that away and you polish things down so much, you lose what gives that game hmm. character. You know, sometimes it's nice to see those little imperfections, to see the fingerprint in the sculptor's work. Look at you! Wow, a writer. I'm like a writer all of a sudden. <laughs> but I really do think that. Now, making them visually look better and, and upscaling things to mm -hmm. HD, whatever, that's fine. Uh, taking out game-breaking glitches, of course, of course. Adding new things in, that can be okay. But when you change a game mechanic to the point where it doesn't play the same way, mm -hmm. despite of how difficult it was or how much of a pain it was to do this certain level, yeah. I think maintaining it keeps it as an original work. You know, yeah. Are you yeah. gonna, are, you know, are you gonna pick up, uh, you know, a classic novel in literature? And right. Like, ah, oh, let me change the, yeah, change it's the true. mechanics. It's true. Out. It's, it's, a, a, it's a great comparison. It's tricky, tricky for sure. But man, what a great episode. Yeah. I really enjoyed this conversation, and we're just gonna have to do a callback and see if your uh, prediction is true. Yeah. In ten years, <laughs> in ten years, when we lose the tenth year anniversary of Digitally Distracted, because we're gonna we're gonna go ten years, we'll be able to see if your prediction <laughs> was correct. If there's a topic that you want to see on the Digitally Distracted Show, or if you have a question for the Q&A that we just went through, you can leave it in the comments 
on this video. You can also use the hashtag digitally distracted and find us on Twitter that way. Or, or you can become a supporter on Patreon. Join the Discord. There's so many ways to get in contact with us and with the show. And I think it might happen soon. We'll see. You might see Gerald hanging out in the comments here soon. Because he wants to reply to all of your PSVR motion sickness tips. I've got, yeah, I've got some updates I want to, you know, even on, share. Even on recent episodes. Share with the yeah. viewers, yeah. We're going to have to do a follow-up episode. Yeah, so we'll yeah, save yeah. yeah. Some of some, those. There's, I'll say there's been some developments on yes. that end. And I want to I want to thank the viewers for mm -hmm. uh, your tips and comments. Absolutely. They've been helpful. That's right. So, I'm Game Dave. I'm Gerald. Thanks for getting digitally distracted with us. <laughs>